Welcome back to the Rad Dice Stories with John and Hannah. Hi. And today we're going to be answering some of your voicemails. Hello, this is Joe from Biggest Geekus. Just listened to your Veggie Pygmy episode, and boy, I got to tell you that uh, reminded me so much of Mummy Two. Those little uh, those little dudes uh, that decimated that whole crowd. Well, more than decimated, almost annihilated the uh, crew that came uh, came to the temple and uh, got blowed up by the dynamite. That was excellent. One of the very few things about that movie that was kind of good. The rest of it's kind of not great. Of the two, much prefer the one, the first one. Uh, the rest of them, not so much. But anyway, that really called uh, to my memory those uh, little guys in the jungle in front of the temple. Uh, I don't know if, if they were vegetable creatures or whatever. It was hard to tell. Well, they started out being kind of inside the tree trees, inside the vegetation. So it could be, it could be that. Um, anyway, uh, good good work on the episode and. Uh, Great suggestions for use of these creatures, and keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey there, Joe. Glad you enjoyed the episode on Veggie Pygmies. And yeah, I think the guys out of Mummy 2, even if they're not actual Veggie Pygmies, they could certainly be reskinned to be that easily, given the sort of background that was going on. Like you say, they, they came from this dense area of like tropical vegetation. So I think you could easily... Sort of reskin them for that or use them in that capacity if you want glad you're enjoying the monster episodes we've hopefully got another one coming out tomorrow which has a bit more of a fungal bent to it <laughs> so we hope you'll enjoy that as well okay so let's see who we've got for the next caller john and hannah this is randy from biggest geekers uh just listened to your maps for inspiration podcast that was really good it actually got me thinking we're going to do a podcast soon on uh inspiration in general and i'm going to add maps to the list going to add miniatures to the list i'm going to add lots more things i'm just thinking you get inspiration in lots of strange places but i thought you guys did a really nice job uh and i agree with you maps are one of the great places you can get uh, uh focus on what you want things to be and helps keeps your world consistent keep up the good work guys later Hi Randy, glad you enjoyed the episode. Just nice to sit and froth about maps we like for a little while. Yeah, and I mean, as we were saying in the episode, I think we've we've both sort of like grown up with you know the old sort of spectacle of the the big fantasy map, mm-hmm. and obviously you have maps in science fiction as well. You know, your star maps and stuff like that. But I think certainly for me, I don't know about you, love. Sort of fantasy books were the first time where I ever saw like the big map spread out. And it's like when mm-hmm. you when you see something like The Hobbit, like we mentioned in the episode, and obviously The Hobbit only takes place in a very small part of the world, but when you get this big map at the front, as like a youngster, I couldn't help but think, okay, so like he's been to these mountains, but what happens in this bit over here? Now that you mention it, one that I do very much remember from my childhood yeah. that we didn't talk about at the time was a tourist map of Guernsey that I got when we visited there when I was about 10. Guernsey is an island uh, south of the UK mainland. It's owned by the UK. Uh, it, it's just a pretty little island. There's some castles and stuff. I believe we went there for our honeymoon as well. We did. Um, but because it was a tourist map and there's castles and stuff, it, it got them all like drawn quite big on the coastline and yeah thinking about it that definitely had some influence on my D&D later even though I've not really thought about it till now 
you know, I think, as we said in the episode, that's a, one of the th- good things about them. They sort of serve as that sort of visual inspiration to, like, give you ideas. Mm-hmm. And like you say, I mean, you can get inspiration from numerous different things, as uh, Randy was saying in this calling. Maybe it's a nice miniature you like. Maybe it's a picture you see in a book or on the internet or whatever. But I do think there's something about... Um, not just reading stuff that makes it sort of seem more immediate, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a map, a picture, or a piece of music. It doesn't have to be visual, whatever. But I think there's something other than just having, like, plain text that, like, causes it to stick in your memory. Well, it certainly does for me, anyway. But I'm glad you enjoyed the episode, Randy. Let's find out who our next caller is. Hello, Hannah and John. It's Barney. I've been wanting to call for a long time and on numerous occasions, and I can't for the life of me remember what the hell it was that I wanted to say. And so I'm left with just saying that, um, that I, that I'm, I'm really enjoying, uh, the, the episodes that you're putting out and the thoughts that you're having, they're fantastic. So thank you ever so much. I hope you're both well. All the best. Bye. Cheers for that, Barney. That's Barney from Loco Ludus. Really glad you're enjoying the show. Yeah, do feel free to call in with any questions, thoughts, whatever. And feel free to pause the podcast and write a note down if you want as well. That's what I do when I'm leaving messages to other people. Either if I'm listening to it and I've got time, I either stop it where it is on pause, send the message, then carry on listening to it. Or I just scribble it down and I send them like a load of messages afterwards. But as Hannah said, when you think of what it is you wanted to say, or when you think of something else you want to say, feel free to call in. Thanks very much for the message. And we're going to round off with a message from Joe of the Hindsightless podcast. Hey, what's up, you two? Awesome episode on maps. The story of young Hannah and young John first getting together and then making that map together. Hannah piling up the mountain of beads and dice and John punching it from underneath. That was heartbreakingly adorable. Almost brought a tear to my eye. Thank you both so much for sharing that. And John, dude, did you mention something about Within the Ring of Fire? Is that that weird game that came out, I don't remember, maybe 10 years ago or something, maybe less? The dude who wrote it was sort of like, he had the energy of like a WWF sort of wrestler. Uh, Yeah, if that is, I have a supplement for it called 77 Thrones, which is about the pantheon for that world. But, dude, I haven't thought about that game in a 100 years. So thank you for bringing that up. Anyway, great stuff. Peace out. Yeah, it was a nice story to share. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, as for the um, as for the Ring of Fire map, yeah, you are absolutely right. It is the game that was brought out some time ago, and the person who with the WWF stylings was Ander Wood, who uh, I don't know if he still is, but he used to be a member of the RPG Brigade back when I was more active in it, which was a sort of community on Facebook for RPGs, and he used to put out a lot of YouTube videos. Obviously, it's his game he did himself, and he then got very into that. Uh, I've only I've already got like, the main book, although. I believe I did have two copies of the main book mm-hmm. at one point in time due to some, like, obviously bizarre sort of sending error on behalf of the um, the company I ordered it from. And it was all right. I, I didn't really love it sufficiently, though, to go any deeper into it. Although I did really like the map, and I thought the idea of, like, the actual Ring of Fire and how it affected, like, the sort of tropical areas and the Arctic areas was really cool. So... It's great for inspiration, although, like I say, it wasn't really my vibe, and I didn't really get into it 
a great deal and I've not really, aside from looking at the map, I've not really read into it for a while. But, you know, I'm glad you found it useful to think about that or to be reminded of that. And I'm sure the game's got a lot of fans out there. Anyway, that's it for this episode. It's just a short one to answer a few of your voicemails. If you would like to get in touch with us, like these lovely people we've just talked to have, then you can do so in a number of ways. You can either send us a voicemail message using the SpeakPipe website. There's a link down below. If you're having trouble with that or you want to use something different, we've still got our old Anchor account that you can leave us a voicemail message on. Again, link down below. Or you can send us an email to rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com. And until we see you next time, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. Bye.